You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Alexander Forbes Investments multi-managed portfolio solutions make even the roughest market a smoother, less stressful investment experience. For more information, visit alexanderforbes.co.za. If you've got a portfolio of stocks, bonds and other public assets, uh, you may be intrigued by private market investing. Now, private market investing is a phrase often used interchangeably with private equity, venture capital investing and direct lending. And I think in this market is offering robust opportunity, especially when we see the stretched valuations in uh, publicly traded companies and the trend of great companies and businesses delisting to avoid the cost and the regulatory burden of remaining listed as well as this big infrastructure theme that uh, is emerging in the wake of the pandemic globally. Now David Moore is Head of Alternative Investments within Alexander Forbes Investments. He's tasked with building scalable, diversified and high-performing alternative asset portfolios in South Africa and Africa. And David, welcome uh, a little bit of your CV before I ask you the first question because it's important for context. Before joining Alex Forbes, you were the regional investment officer at FMO, which is a very well-known Dutch development bank. And there you were responsible for sourcing new private equity managers, co-investments and direct equity investments. And prior to that, you were senior manager in the structured transactions and equity risk division at Standard Bank uh, CIB. You've also spent a bit of time with Riskura, which provides consultancy services to the private markets uh, arena. So really, uh, you know private markets like few others. What are private markets in their essence? Uh, hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. Um, so, yes, I think my, my personal profile is very much private market heavy. And private markets are, are not as mysterious as the name may sound, I think, to begin with. So they're really just a collection of investments that are not listed on any public exchange. So they just speak to a, a broader opportunity set that's just um, that's not, not necessarily in the public domain that's easily accessible, like buying a share on exchange or buying a, a floated bond. They speak to assets that are just um, one level removed, so to speak, and they require a little bit of special, special expertise to, to invest in. And, and that is the issue, I, I guess. It's accessibility and that expertise to understand the underlying investment. Uh, what is the thesis here? What is the benefit? Why should uh, individuals or institutions be considering investing in private markets? Sure. So, so first of all, private markets, as we define it, maybe just to demystify the term and give it a little bit of a flavour as to what, what these assets typically comprise. You know, they typically comprise things like infrastructure, um, whereby you invest in utility-scale infrastructure like solar farms, wind farms, toll roads, and the like. So these are really fundamental large-scale infra- assets that are kind of do great social good, but it's lovely return outcomes. And you also include things like private equity or SME finance. Um, so investing in small, smaller businesses that are scalable, that are you know, too small to grow, uh, or rather too small to be listed yet, but have great growth potential. So mm. yeah, that's the type of opportunity set here. Yeah? Um, why would you invest in these underlying asset categories? I think the first one, the diversification of return by virtue of the fact that if you don't have these these assets represented in the traditional domain, be it by a listed share or by a, a traded bond issuance, for example, you're accessing a collection of asset returns and or a return profile that is not mimicked in any way in your conventional portfolios. And so if you add that to the mix, um, you, on a portfolio-wide basis, will improve the diversification of return and thus ultimately improve your ultimate return outcome. Over and above the diversification aspect, there's also um, return uplift potential because typically these are longer-dated investment time horizons and with longer-dated um, investment time horizons, you can capture a 
um, a liquidity premium, which means you can outperform your traditional asset categories. And then the third feature, which is probably the most attractive in the current environment, is the tangible sort of impact or ESG dividend that these asset categories deliver. And I mentioned the infrastructure type asset where yeah. you're building not only an infrastructure asset that achieves good inflation protected returns for you as an investor, but you're building a, a scalable piece of infrastructure that's going to fund and develop our country from an energy um, energy perspective, but also brings key social infrastructure to the region in which it's developed. It builds schools, builds affordable housing complexes and things around it. And so it creates a more sustainable ecosystem. And the, that, that multiplier effect that uh, leads to longer trend uh, macroeconomic growth within the region by investing in those network type uh, infrastructure assets, be they ports or roads or, or renewable energy or any of those. And why we also see pension funds so interested in this particular asset class, we still in the, in the South African context don't see pension funds investing as much as our, our developed market peers, but it's heading in the right direction. When it comes to access how can private market investments be incorporated into an investment portfolio? Because I think that's still a bit of a challenge in terms of an entry point, particularly if you're just a man-on-the-street retail investor. I think it becomes a little bit easier the more money you've got if you're a family office or an institution. But in the main, how can private market investments be incorporated into the portfolio? Sure, I mean, you're 100% correct there, Michael. So that's not really very well accessible within the, so the retail domain two dates so they haven't been and there aren't a lot of products out there in the space however in the institutional market through your sort of monthly pension fund contributions to your employer there are member choice options or options that are built within that framework that allow you to invest the portions of your pension fund capital into private market asset portfolios and so in that sort of asset category in the institutional domain you can access private markets i think you know it's really through specialist providers is the first kind of aspect you need to focus on so you need to look for the specialist infrastructure managers or manager of managers to invest in because it is a niche skill set. It's not sitting behind a screen picking a share price um, on, you know, on a computer. It's going to you know, remote locations and scoping out investments for the long term and, and really kicking the tires and doing the hard yards. So it's a little bit different, a bit more nuanced and, and that's, it does require the skill of a specialist single fund manager or manager of managers to, to, to implement. Now, uh, talk to me about that manager of, of managers approach. So would that then be going and kicking the uh, the bricks of the various managers who are the ones going out and kicking the bricks of the real assets on the ground? That's exactly it. So as a manager of managers, you, you're in essence picking or you intend to pick the best of the best. So you look for management teams or managers of certain strategies that are best in breed. Uh, you assess the cohesiveness and or fundability of the team, the ability of that manager to then deploy capital into niche opportunities over a long period of time, and most most importantly, harvest that capital um, in a defined period for returns commensurate with the risk that they bear. And so that manager or manager or multi-manager approach does lend itself to more improved diversification of return, and it also allows you to blend strategies and blend, blend the best in breed um, in terms of the various underlying components of private markets. So for example, you could invest across infrastructure, private debts, private property and private equity in a manager-of-managers basis and, and so diversify your return um, across different strategies that give you different things. So debt, for example, gives you better liquidity than private equity, which gives you longer dated holds and, and more capital growth potential. So that's sort of the, the, the signature behind the, 
manager of manager approach. And back to your earlier point, I mean, all of that uh, really nicely uncorrelated with what you're going to be getting in listed uh, equity markets. Uh, and currently, just talk to me, David, about the environment for uh, private markets in South Africa, because there's been a lot of talk, Regulation 28 and the, uh, you know, the amended definitions there to allow for greater access into things like infrastructure. Are you seeing more pension funds knocking on the door, more institutions, high net worths and family offices now saying, well, Right, you know, let, let's look at our allocations to private markets. Hundred percent right. I think you, you're finding that the regulations, the regulatory changes of late have been hugely positive in, in creating awareness and attention around the asset category. I think more so now than ever. You know, from a, from a personal and or business perspective, we're getting a lot more inbound queries from pension fund clients looking to be more in the space and wanting to make a meaningful difference in the kind of the development of, of the country nationally be it through funding infrastructure type assets or extending um, inclusive finance to SMEs to grow and develop and create jobs. So now more than ever, the trajectory is positive. And it does bode well for a you know, measured approach in, in the allocation of portions of the savings pool to assets that are going to make a huge difference to our country going forward. David Moore, Head of Alternatives at Alexander Forbes Investments, uh, taking us on a whistle-stop tour through the world of private markets. Alexander Forbes Investments multi-managed portfolio solutions give you a simpler, smoother and safer investment journey. For more information, visit alexanderforbes.co.za. Extreme ups and downs in your investments can lead to panic, anxiety and impulsive decision-making. Alexander Forbes Investments multi-managed portfolio solutions can help you keep a level head. They are well diversified, so poor performance by one asset manager is offset by good performance in another. This keeps extreme changes in your savings and investments to a minimum and makes rough markets a smoother, less stressful investment experience. For more information, visit alexanderforbes.co.za. Alexander Forbes Investments Limited is a licensed financial services provider.